the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to another thrill-packed edition of Unite, i.e. radio, the radio show for the most important political office, that of the private citizen. And uh, we say, we see every week, every day, every hour, the need for people to step up and fulfill the obligations of that most important political office, that of the private citizen. My name is Greg Britton with the Redlands Tea Party Patriots, and I'm joined by my co-host this week, Linda Forsyth from Sea Vine News, and you can find their good work at sea-vine.com. Welcome to the show, Linda. Well, thank you for having me on. I love being here. Appreciate that. And we were talking before some of the, some of the various stories and things going on and what what to talk about. As if there's plenty to talk about, but in in that blizzard of news out there, and I use the word news in quotes because uh, as to what's really true and what's really not true, what do you focus on? What are the important things? And uh, we'll start here. Is what, one of the one of the the story that's been getting a lot of attention is the murder of this young woman, Gabby is it Petito or something like that. Yes, and it's her bo- her boyfriend is now nowhere to be found, um, and you know that it's only it's, it's tragic for her for her family, and we certainly hope that justice is done in that case. And if the boyfriend is the one that's responsible for it, that he be appropriately punished for that for that murder. And then it's been racialized. Well, you, know, you only care about missing white women. You don't care about missing women of color. And there's a, some of these stories, you know, Lacey Peterson, others, just develop a life of their own and people become interested. The O.J. Simpson case and the murders of Nicole Brown Simpson and I forget the, the man, the other man that, um, uh, that O.J. murdered as well. Uh, they just they capture the public interest because it's something p- people understand. People can understand and get their hands around a murder mystery, in the sense that it's not is it's harder to get around your hands. What's what's the, what should be the policy in Afghanistan? Or a uh, very important issue has gotten very little attention is the mounting federal debt. Is they're just printing trillions of dollars, running up the debt by trillions of dollars. Uh, even before COVID, you were like 100% of GDP of debt. And they've piled it on since that time. And now the Democrats want to pile on another $5 trillion worth of debt and new spending programs. Really important issue there. You just can't, you just can't keep doing that. But that's a much harder issue for people to grasp and understand and try to figure out what to do than, oh, a murder mystery. That, that, that I can understand. So uh, I, I, don't know what, what, I don't know what you're taking on all, the, on all that is. Yeah, I mean, I, five years from now, well, I, if you rem- even if you remember the case, will it make any difference in the future of the country? No. Uh, one thing I do know, because I've been in the news for a very long time, This narrative is being controlled. There are significant things that the public wants to desperately be aware of about what is going on, like, you know, the Taliban, what's going on in Afghanistan, uh, what's going on with all the people flooding our borders. We're being infiltrated in a big way. That's the only way to put it. What's going on with the audits? With the uh, the twenty twenty <laughs> the twenty twenty voting that we had, that uh, we were were kind of questioning if that was real. What's going on with a number of things? Plus, not only that, uh, horrible things happen every day. Now, that is not to minimize in any way, shape, or form what happened with Gabby. Is it Petito? I believe it is. 
that is, I mean, that definitely warrants some exposure. But so do many of the murders that happen in Chicago. So do uh, the rising crime rates. So do many, many other things that that are barely being touched on, especially if you go to Fox News. It's controlling the entire narrative. And it's not like we're asking them to do it. It's their choice to cover that as the entire narrative. That's just, I'm sorry, look over here, not there. Uh, there may be some of that, particularly in the mainstream media, who don't they, they don't want any attention to the disaster and mind-boggling incompetence or treason of the Biden administration in Afghanistan, or similarly the mind the mind-boggling incompetence or more actually in treason of opening the border to the entire world of everyone who steps across that border is allowed into the country and no no. Medical testing, who knows what diseases they have, COVID, measles, otherwise, uh, just this, this last week or so, the CDC warned coming outbreaks of measles. Hmm, I wonder why all of a sudden there might be outbreaks of measles in the country. So let's, let's not look at that. And as you mentioned, the, the Arizona audit, there at least the, the first phase they, they were able to do. That report should be coming out. And they're trying to look into this in Wisconsin, in Georgia. Yeah, let's, there may be a sense of less divert attention, but even before the current situation, these type of cases drew a lot of of popular attention, and you know, it, it's human interest. You can identify with somebody, and you add, add on to it, making it a murder mystery. It, it, uh, I haven't been as enamored by those type of cases, but there's a lot of people that are, and there still may be not all not all quote news unquote may be driven by politics. There still may be some desire by quote news unquote outlets to have butts in front of the television set. Well, so what is her name here? Joy Reid made the statement that the situation is missing white woman's syndrome. Okay, let's not make it political. Okay, let's let's definitely stick with the narrative that you're saying. I'm sorry, I disagree. And what's even more amusing, it is a news agency stating that this is what's happening when it's a news agency that is choosing these types of stories. Well, that assumes I don't... Does she work for CNN or PMSNBC? I, I'm not sure which, which one it is. But... Um, I don't. I would not call them news agencies. Okay, <laughs> whatever you want to sure. call them. Okay, they have a voice out there a lot more than uh, many others. Well, that's and- true. They have a platform. Yeah, they have a, they have a platform for for the propaganda. But of course, how much time has Joy Reid given to all of the uh, the all of the black victims of murder? And even ones that don't aren't killed, but are, are shot in Chicago every every week. You know, there's twenty, thirty, forty people shot in Chicago every weekend. And how much time has Joy Reid, an African American woman, given to all those people? Has she singled out any of those? You know, not even a lot of them are gangbangers. And you might think, well, they've they've joined up for that battle, but there's a lot of them that they're just they're innocent bystanders. And when you start shooting bullets, bullets go straight through these you know flimsy wooden walls and stucco and so on and uh, drywall, and they say, you know, not un, not uncommon. We'll hit some. We'll hit an innocent person, a child. Does she give attention to those? No. Excellent, outstanding point. And so there's there's something else going on behind there because it's 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 I don't think it's a matter of people just don't want to hear things that just aren't politics. That may be a, true to a certain degree. But when you have things really, really important that are happening all around you that affect you directly. Yeah, that that does need to be uh, dealt with. A lot more. Maybe it's because they don't want to touch on those things that they are resorting to this. Well, do people really want? I mean, do people really want to delve into Afghanistan and the ramifications of that and how that? Have you and, been and, on social media lately? Okay, but 
<laughs> Social media is a highly specialized bubble or bubbles. And there are different there are different bubbles floating around there in, in, in social media. So yes, you and I who are tuned into this stuff see this stuff. You know, I'm on, I'm on Telegram, and I, I see and so I see your stuff from Seavine popping up all the time, and uh, other groups and other individuals that are very active on Telegram. I see that popping up all the time, but that doesn't mean that the that that uh, that. Our experience, our focus is more widely spread. I think there are people, yeah, they saw some of that stuff about Afghanistan and they thought, yeah, that looked really bad. But I don't know that, I don't think there's a great clamoring to really delve into that. I don't think you know, there's some people are focused on the border and that looks really bad. But I don't think there's a great clamoring in the American people to want to delve into that. And it comes back to, what we always open with, and really the motto of the show, is the most important political office is that of the private citizen. And the ruling class, the government, the Democrat Party deserve all the blame and criticism they get and more. But ultimately, the reason why the border is open, the reason for the disaster in Afghanistan the reason for the lack of election integrity in in the United States, and so on. You can, rising crime, you pick the issue, is that not enough people are fulfilling the obligations of that most important political office. Yeah, things are stacked, things are rigged, but we're still at a point where if the people made a decision to to change how things are being governed, in this country, they could still do so. That may not be. That may not. How long that will be the la- How long that will be the case? I don't know. But for now, they still could, through legal constitutional means, control what happens in the country if they decided to do so. Now, I'll concede that p- part of this diversion, part of the media, part of the entertainment culture, the part of the bread and circuses is to divert people from that. And part of the, the, what happens in the government-run schools and universities is to dumb down people so they're really not capable of being a citizen of a constitutional republic. I got all that. But it's still the people, it's still their choice. You can inform yourself. You can choose to engage. And I'll, st- I'll stop. And I see we are... We're going to take a break, and you can formulate your response, and when we get back, you can give us your brilliant and incisive criticism and analysis of what I just said. After this word from Ed Hoffman of Summit Funding, the place to go for your real estate lending needs, both residential and commercial. Back after this. Hi, this is Ed Hoffman, host of the main event right here on AM590 The Answer. I'm excited to tell you about my first book, Experience Matters, Here's Mine, available right now at edhoffman.net. This book is for all of you who enjoy my advice on business, parenting, politics, and life in general. I'm sharing my life experiences to help you because it's like I always say, experience is the best teacher, especially when it's someone else's experience. In this book, you'll get stories from my life I've never talked about on the show, from growing up, from the early days of my career, and even from my time as a world champion competitive arm wrestler. True story. But if you listen to the main event, you'll recognize a lot of your favorite parts on the show in this book. Movie quotes, real estate investment advice, and of course, lots of politics talk from a conservative perspective. Here's what the one and only Dennis Prager said. Experience Matters is a treasure trove of practical advice. It has turned each one of his many varied and engaging adventures into a gem of wisdom. Read this book and profit. Then get your son or daughter to read it. Bribe them if you have to. That's how good and how much fun this book is. Pre-order Experience Matters. Here's mine by Ed Hoffman at edhoffman.net. AM 590, the answer. Well, welcome back to Unite IE Radio, the radio show for the most important political office, that of the private citizen. My name is Greg Britton, and my co-host this week is Linda, Linda Forsyth from Seavine News, and you find their good work at c-vine.com. So, uh, at our break, Linda was telling me I'm full of the you-know-what, and we're now going to give her a chance to explain that. Linda! I didn't say it that way. I love you dearly, Greg, but yeah, I don't agree with you. Um, There's a certain element of truth in my personal opinion of what you're saying is true, but it's not giving the American people enough credit for intelligence. I think 
what it almost comes across like you're saying is that they're like on the Titanic. They know the boat's going down. They're quite aware of it, but they're doing the equivalent of hiding under the bed and uh, maybe sitting there reading a book with a flashlight, trying to ignore what's happening as the ship's going down. Just so they can have some semblance of normalcy, they can't face what's happening. How much in your face does it have to get? Have, does it have to get? Do you have to be underwater before you realize, as we the people, we are the ones in charge? The Constitution says so. <laughs> what is it going to take? Well, I think there's a whole lot more people there than you realize. One thing is true. Many times courage begets courage. When you have effective leadership out there that can help to say and bring out to the forefront, hey, the ship's going down. Notice the alarms going off. The alarms are getting louder. The water is getting closer. What are you going to do about it? Are you going to save yourself? Are you going to save your children? Or are you going to stay in hiding? It's because everything is so subtle and shoved under the mat that you do have the option to ignore some very, very important happenings going on around you. The stalking lion that is about ready to leap. It is in people's best interest to be aware. Now, the fact that Fox News, which is who I'm talking about here, is not covering and bringing out much more to the forefront is inexcusable and in my in my personal opinion is purposeful because yes the importance of the murder of gabby definitely should have some exposure but so should many other things in murders but also especially the fact that the ship's going down should be discussed more than anything that has been discussed in many years should be at the forefront and overtaking the airwaves. Not one murder story 24-7. I'm going to pick up on your Titanic analogy, and I think it's <laughs> and I think it's, it's potentially a good analogy, and I'm going to show you how it actually shows my point. Is that Normally in a, in a ship, the captain drives the ship, and that's how it has to work. The captain makes the the call, and the, you just have passengers. Same way with same way with an airplane, but the ship of state is different. Our operation here is different. There's not yes that you may have some guy that you've appointed that the the passengers are in control. It is their ship. By if we analogize it to the country, and they're ultimately the one that makes the decision. So the problem is. Too many passengers in this in the American ship of state have not taken an active role in managing the ship. Therefore, even before the Titanic crashes into the iceberg, which led to its sinking and the loss of all those lives, the ship was charging at full speed across at night on a moonless night in a calm sea when, you, when it was the, absolutely the hardest time possible to see an iceberg. And the passengers did not exert their, did not fulfill their obligations of the most important political office of private citizen in terms of governing that ship. So that no, we're not going to be charging across an ice field of, of icebergs. And this is 1912. There's no night vision. There's no radar. It's it just the, the lookout is to is uh, our humans trying to peer through the night and see what's, what's ahead of them is we're going to control the ship and we're going to have proper policies so that we're we're going to make sure the ship doesn't crash into the iceberg and that it did and again we're trying we're, we're kind of we're analogizing the titanic to the ship of state is the passengers the reason why the ship was lost was not just yes the incompetence of the captain for making that decision and in some of the movies I've seen the captain was pressured to do this because they wanted to set the time record for crossing the Atlantic on that on their maiden voyage and the captain succumbed to that pressure and they charged through this ice field they charged through the ice field at night worst possible conditions for viewing for seeing an iceberg and they hit it and we you know what happened after that but 
analogizing to the ship of state is the passengers did not control their ship. They did not exert that control to say, no, we're not going to, we're not going to engage in reckless conduct of just charging through the ice field at night, or we're not going to engage in the reckless conduct of running up trillions and trillions of dollars of debt. We're not going to engage in the conduct of having a wide open border for everyone in the world who wants to come in unvetted, regard, with, untested for, untested for disease. We're not going to have fraudulent elections. We're going to have honest elections because that's essential. It's one thing to lose an election because the other side got more votes. All right. Well, that's how things work in a representative democracy. But it's quite another. It's quite another if it's fraudulent. So, yeah, I think your 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 Titanic analogy is potentially a good one. If we analogize the Titanic to the ship of state, in which case it's not like a regular ship, but it's the passengers that are ultimately responsible for controlling what happens with that ship of state. Had the passengers known the decisions that was going to be made by the captain, do you think they would have allowed him to continue to sail that ship to their doom? No. But, but That's I, the point. But That's our analogy. But our, is but it, I know your analogy. I know your analogy. And actually, it's. I agree with you. But I'm adding to it. The people of the state have people that have been elected into office to be able to handle things that they are in a position to know how to handle. They have the experience. They understand how things work. They were put there by the people. Agreed. It is the people that make the difference. But in the meantime, the people are seeing what's going on with our leadership. And in that respect, You're correct. The people need to stand up and remove the people that are sending the ship of state to their doom. Yes. So we're both right. (laughs) All right. So what do we, so what do we, so what do we do about this? And we've seen that people, I'm, you watch people, there's more people. I think there are more people what they call waking up is the enemy are woke. And the question is, are we, Awake. Can we get more awakes than there are wokes? And you see, I mean, there's a, you know, there's some, you know, like there's some people stirring, trying to rub the uh, the, the, the sleep out of their eyes. Because there, there was a time when <clears throat> you really could just be a passenger on, on the ship of state. And you really didn't have to engage because, yeah, the one captain might get in and we'll, we'll steer 10 degrees right. And the other captain might get in and we'll steer 10 degrees left. Okay, whatever. You know, pass the, you know, I'll, I'll have the wine and I'll have the uh, beef broken home for dinner. I could, I could, I could enjoy my life. I could enjoy my ride on the ship without having to worry about what, what was happening in controlling of the ship. And as we've seen, particularly in the last year, year with, with COVID, but even before that, is we can't do that anymore. That we have, and we're almost out of time for our first half here, is we have one set of captains, the, the, and the current ones that are in charge, that not, not only want to steer left, they want to steer the ship onto the rocks. They want, they, or they want to hit the iceberg. They want to destroy the ship. Agreed. And if you if you view these things, like I mean, how does it make sense? Afghanistan, open borders, rising crime, piling up unsustainable debt, and so on, dumbed down schools. If you if you view and this is this was Tucker Carlson's insight some some months ago, is they're trying to wreck the country, and if you view when you see things through that lens, then everything they're doing makes sense and you have 33 seconds to respond <laughs> thanks a lot 26 well, seconds okay. now i'd say get out there and vote but obviously something needs to be fixed in that respect so we are being taken hostage what do you do then good question and we're going to end slightly early here um to the shock of our engineer uh we will address what to do next in our second half stay tuned for the exciting second half of Unite, IE Radio. Hi, this is Ed Hoffman, host of the main event right here on AM590 The Answer. I'm excited to tell you about my first book, Experience Matters, Here's Mine, available right now at edhoffman.net. 
This book is for all of you who enjoy my advice on business, parenting, politics, and life in general. I'm sharing my life experiences to help you because it's like I always say, experience is the best teacher, especially when it's someone else's experience. In this book, you'll get stories from my life I've never talked about on the show, from growing up, from the early days of my career, and even from my time as a world champion competitive arm wrestler. True story. But if you listen to the main event, you'll recognize a lot of your favorite parts on the show in this book. Movie quotes, real estate investment advice, and of course, lots of politics talk from a conservative perspective. Here's what the one and only Dennis Prager said. Experience Matters is a treasure trove of practical advice. Ed has turned each one of his many varied and engaging adventures into a gem of wisdom. Read this book and profit. Then get your son or daughter to read it. Bribe them if you have to. That's how good and how much fun this book is. Pre-order Experience Matters. Here's mine by Ed Hoffman at edhoffman.net. When you're in an auto accident, you want quality repairs done as fast as possible. All you need is All-Star. For 20 years, CarStar, All-Star Collision, and Corona has delivered quality work and customer service with honesty and integrity. So when the inevitable happens to you, all you need is CarStar, All-Star Collision. 951-279-9161. Mention AM590 and get a free rental car for up to five days or $100 off your repairs. CarStar, All-Star Collision, the kings of wreck and roll. 951-279-9161. AM590, the answer. Welcome back to Unite IE Radio, the radio show for the most important political office, that of the private citizen. My name is Greg Britton, and my co-host this week is Linda Forsyth with Seavine uh, News Network, and you can find her good work at Seahaf and Vine. Is it Seahaf and Vine News or Seahaf and Vine dot com? Okay. <laughs> Been a good discussion about about sinking ships, and hopefully our radio show here is, is not sinking. Um, we talked last week with uh, Susan Shelley about, okay, now we've, we've had the recall, the results, um, when I last looked, is we had finally broken the 37% barrier, is that uh, Gavin Newsom's, the no votes were just under 63%, and the uh, uh, yes votes to recall were just over 37%. Obviously, any way you look at it, just a, a, a very heavy loss. And what's your view? in how we should try to proceed, if at all, in California? Or is, it just, or is, is California now a question, is the primary political question in California now Texas, Florida, or Belize? Well, something's got to be done because if we continue to allow, and I underscore the word allow, this to happen and to continue, um, you think things are uncomfortable now? This is just a slight appetizer about what is coming if things are not fixed. Now, tomorrow in uh, or on Friday, excuse me, on Friday, they're going to be supposedly announcing what's going on with the Maricopa audits, Maricopa County audits. Yeah, I would just add Um, that we record on Thursday even though we're broadcast on Saturday. So the fact that we're not talking about that is because we don't yet know what they're going to say, other than I would suspect they're going to confirm that there was way more than 11,000 votes, which was the margin in Arizona uh, of vote fraud. Or they're going to kick the can down the road again, like they've done in Guantanamo Bay, Cuba, with the KSM et al. 9-11 tribunals. 20 years worth of kicking the can down the road. So they're pretty good at this. So it is going to be interesting when this airs on Saturday to find out if it's another kick the can down the road situation or there is actually straightforward news. Yes. Now, I, th- I think you and I are anyone, anyone who seriously and fairly looks at this subject is there was massive organized widespread vote fraud in the 2020 election is that uh Biden, President of Vote Fraud, uh, inadvertently spoke the truth when he said that we have put together the most comprehensive and inclusive uh, voter fraud organization in U.S. history. Now, you know, we, when they say inclusive these days, that means they must have an equal proportion of vote fraud operatives of color as they do white vote fraud and, and an equal proportion of female vote fraud operatives as they do male vote fraud operative. So when he says inclusive, maybe that's maybe that's what he maybe that maybe that's what he means. Equal opportunity vote fraud. I mean let's, you know. <laughs> no, well see but that, that but that's an important distinction. It's not equal opportunity. 
it, where, we're, where, we're, where the Democrat Party is going to choose the best possible vote fraud operatives, regardless of their skin color or gender or race or any other any of those other criteria. Inclusiveness now, what it means is we're going to judge people and make those decisions based on that. So we're going to look at not necessarily who's the best guy or person for the job. We're going to say, well, we, we, we already have a white person, so we need a person of color. We have a male. We have, now we need a female. We have a male and a female, so we need some other genders just to, to balance things off. Um, and of course, then that what you get, then you are judging people based on the color of their skin or other Democrat Party assigned identity group characteristics. So, so their inclusiveness, their uh, uh, what's, what's the what they say inclusiveness, of uh, equity, equity inclusiveness, and something. There's a, there's a three there's three words which immediately I, I don't get to, but they mean the same thing. Is they're going to judge people based on these characteristics? But we we, we got that was tended to be just a little side note from uh, the main point about. The vote fraud. And whatever Arizona, I think Arizona will supplement that. But then you can, you, you can weigh in. I think the most, they could, Arizona could come out with the most comprehensive, inclusive report such that if anyone who read the report fairly would conclude, yes, there was massive organized vote fraud in Arizona far more than what the margin was for president and probably far more than what the margin was by which Mark Kelly, a Democrat, won the Senate seat in that state. And I think it will have very little effect on the country on the debate is that most people are not going to read the 100-page or 200-page or 300-page or whatever, however long it is, report. They'll rely on reporting. People that agree with us will say, aha, here's a report that says XYZ, and, and it supports us. The other side, they'll either attack it, they'll attack the people who made the audit, or they'll ignore it. <clears throat> and for the, for the rhino Republicans and the Democrats and the mainstream media, but then I repeat myself, the, I, I, think, I think the report, as good, no matter how good it is, will change very few minds on the subject. Well, this is true, except it's going to piss a lot more people off if something isn't being done. And in which case, whether it changes the minds that are already fixed is really redundant. It's the ones that know what's going on. And if they hear that they are again being ignored or the can is kicked down the road, that's just that we're just talking about one state. There are multiple states that are really questioning the uh the the correctness of their voting system and right now as far as i'm concerned since we're in california i have some big huge questions about what happened with the newsom recall but that's just my personal opinion i think that there's a whole lot more going on in california that people realize but that being said the issue is the entire voting structure as it stands right now, there are too many questions, and we do not have the time to sit there and go through policies, procedures, appeals, and everything else until, uh, I don't know, the next three years. We don't have that kind of luxury. So something better come out very, very quickly. Well, I hope, I hope you're right. And um, the quest for truth about and the quest for truth and justice about what happened in uh, the 2020 election is is really important because if if 2020 was okay, yeah, okay, maybe there's some problems here, problems there, but no big problem. You know, the right outcome there was the fraud did not affect the outcome. Then okay, fine, we're we're good. But if that's not so, then changes need to be made and. The country is obviously very divided on all very fundamental well, issues. Um, very fundamental, uh, it, uh, very fundamental issues. Um, the if you think that the vote was honest, the election was honest, then you go, okay. Well, the other guys got more votes, 
But without that belief, the republic cannot survive. Something's going to happen. It's like the, uh, the old cartoons. You know, the character would run off the cliff, and he would keep running until he looked down, and then you realize he was in the air, and then he would fall. So same kind of thing. is this, we'll continue, We may continue for a while, but something's going to happen. There's going to be a fall. You can't have a republic, a constitutional republic, without, widely, without honest elections that are widely perceived as honest elections. Well, as we are waiting to see what is going to happen and people continue to pour in over the border and or be implanted throughout the United States strategically, as far as I'm concerned, uh, the possibility of all these sleeper cells just, you know, coming about uh, in from a number of different places as we are continuing to wait. Have you been hearing all these 80 million, billion, trillion people that voted for Biden coming out and talking about their boy and saying, hey, he has been doing a great job. Way to go. Let's remember back with Trump, how many people were silent when they liked what he was doing? So where are all these people that are just bragging and screaming how fantastic the guy is if they elect him? Where are the crowds of people coming to see him? Where, where are people turning out for when, he, when, he, when, he, when he came out to California, a state that he supposedly won by, I don't know, 20, 25, 30, 50, whatever points, he, whatever, whatever the official vote count was. Seemingly, seemingly one of the states in which he's the most popular that, that he is. Um, anybody try, I didn't see. I mean, I saw a lot of our people turn out to, to greet uh, President Vote Fraud when he got here. But I didn't see any of his people turn out to greet him. And that's generally true where, where, wherever he goes. Same with, uh, same with uh, VP Harris. They're not, you know, where, where, are, where are all their people? And, Let's uh, hear what they've done that you love. Oh. You voted for them. Yeah. Hey, you know. Let's stand up for yourself and prove that what you're saying is true. That he's in there like he's supposed to be. What has he done that you are proud of? Start talking up. Mm-hmm. They don't. Um, and, and I don't think either of us think there was 81 million people who who voted for <laughs> Joe Biden. No, no. Um, how much? Well, how much was the vote fraud? We did, again, we don't know, and that's part, and that is part of the problem. We don't know. Because the election laws are such that uh, they are open in varying states and more. I mean, California is wide open for fraud. I could walk into a polling place and say I'm Linda Forsyth, and they would give me your ballot. <laughs> no questions asked. I could walk in and say I'm Nancy Pelosi. They'd give me her ballot. Uh, when, you, when you see things like uh, they're, 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 some guy was uh, passed out in the 7-Eleven parking lot with 300 ballots in his car. Of course, that story just disappeared after that, almost immediately. How, when, 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 when some guy, is, whether it's drugs or alcohol, whatever it was, is passed out with 300 ballots, you know that there's no election integrity. But we don't know how much. And I know that some of our people have said that, you know, that the recall was turned on vote fraud. And there, you know, you may, you may, you, you feel free to differ. I don't think there are. 26 points of vote fraud. Actually, you'd only, if, if the margin is about 26%, then you, if 13% plus switched, then you'd have a different outcome. I really question whether there's, there's, there could be that much vote fraud because they would win, if, they, if they had that much vote fraud, they'd win everything in the state. And I think there would there'd be even fewer, if any, Republicans in the legislature or in Congress. But how much? We don't know. Um, and I'm going to give you a chance to respond to that after this word from our sponsor, All-Star Collision. The place to take your car when you have an accident because they are truly the kings of wreck and roll. Back after this.
When you're in an auto accident, you want quality repairs done as fast as possible. All you need is All-Star. For 20 years, CarStar, All-Star Collision, and Corona has delivered quality work and customer service with honesty and integrity. So when the inevitable happens to you, all you need is CarStar, All-Star Collision. 951-279-9161. Mention AM590 and get a free rental car for up to five days or $100 off your repairs. CarStar, All-Star Collision, the kings of wreck and roll. 951-279-9161. AM590, the answer. Welcome back to Unite IE Radio, the radio show for the most important political office, that of the private citizen, and where we are certified to be the number one conservative talk radio show in our market, in our time slot. And we are very proud of that accomplishment. My co-host this week is Linda Forsyth from Seavine uh, News, and you can find their good work at cfandvine.com. I was we were talking about the, the amount of vote fraud and whether vote fraud determined the outcome of the uh, recall election, which, uh, according to the last time I looked at it, the no votes were just under 63%, and the uh, yes votes were just over 37% statewide. And I said, well, there's, there's not that much vote fraud. We don't know how, we're not sure how much, but there's not that much. And I think Linda wants to uh, disagree with that. Linda. Porpoise poop. <laughs> On purpose? <laughs> on purpose. <laughs> We're in California. This is the California excrement. I'll tell you, there may be not be 26 points or however they set up the things of how they determine what is or is not fraudulent. All I know is there are a substantial number of people that know something is wrong. And when you are in a position that with mail-in voting and everything that we have been warned about on how there are too many ways things can go wrong, maybe we don't need 26 points of proven vote fraud. All we know is there are a lot of things that are wrong with maybe the way the system is set up, what needs to be changed. And if it isn't changed, what's going to happen to us? You talk about how we, the people, which is true through the Constitution, are in charge. We can and we be. make a difference. We're not, we, we can be in charge if we want to be. Fair enough. If people don't peacefully but loudly rise up to make their voices heard, if they don't do something very soon, the door is going to be slammed shut. Because as our borders are being overrun and everything else that's going on around us, and our economy is dead, very close to being dead, all our businesses are being shut down, everything else that the tyranny... <laughs> We voted for this? Is that because the 26 points aren't there? That means, okay, we must have wanted it. I don't think so. It's the way the system is set up, and I genuinely do not believe that this is what the American people want. Something is wrong, and I know you understand that, but uh, we can't continue to remain silent. We need to have honest elections uh, that are perceived to be honest elections. And the way they're doing things now, that just doesn't exist, And we, uh, but we don't know how much. So I'm looking at the latest numbers, and there's, there's a 3 million vote difference. Uh, I, was, I was talking to one of our Patriot friends before the show, and he pointed out that uh, there are 1.8 million more registered voters in across a number of California counties then there are eligible citizens in those counties. And, of course, I don't think all of those 1.8 million extra registrations voted. But let's say even if they did, let's say even if there was 1.8 million fraudulent votes in the recall election, they still would have won by a wide margin. So I think, I think we do ourselves a disservice to say it's all vote fraud. And all we need to do is correct that vote fraud and we win. Now, we'll win... If we had honest elections, I think our side would win a lot more, even if even even two or three percent of vote fraud uh, 
is going to flip is going to flip a lot of elections, not necessarily on a statewide basis, but for legislature, for Congress, other and, and other and other offices. The at the end of July, beginning of August, the polls showed that Newsom was in real danger of losing. And when that, so when the question was presented, are you happy with how things are going in California? Are you, um, are you happy with how Newsom is governing the state? He was in danger of losing. And I remember I caught a clip. I don't, and I would never actually watch CNN, but it was a, it was an interview from CNN that was somebody had posted with three liberal white women from West LA. For people who, you know, for the most part, life is good, and they were seriously considering voting for the recall. And I remember one of them had said that, uh, I just want to, I want to, I want to go to work, pay my taxes, and not be accosted by homeless people on the street. Yet, uh, you, you, about a month later, Newsom wins by this huge whopping margin. And what happened was, in, in, in addition to the vote fraud, is they partisanized the race. They turned it into, instead of a question of, do you like Gavin Newsom and the job he's doing? It became, do you want Democrat or do you want a Republican? And in, and in, in microcosm, there are far, and Newsom got 90% plus of the Democrat vote and Democrat-leaning um, independents. Is there still far too many people who in California, who would rather step over the human poop on the sidewalk than vote for a Republican. And part of that is the media and the government-run schools propaganda. Part of it is the Republican Party of not presenting any kind of viable alternative of we have, we, we have solutions to the problems that you're most concerned with. And I've long urged the California Republican Party to develop a contract with California that says, here are the five, no more than 10, seven, eight, whatever it is, things that if we were, if we were in the, if we, if we controlled the state government, here's what we're going to do. And how is, and we're going to solve, we're going to reduce homelessness to this. We're going to reduce crime by this. We're going to get you more water. We're going to have better roads and we're going to have school choice for, uh, better education for our children. And so things that would actually might be, would be popular. And every Republican would run on that. Here's, and that's, that's how Gingrich and the Republicans flipped the Congress back in 1992 after decades of, a Democrat control of the House of Representatives is he came out and the, here and they all ran on here is our contract with America. This is what so if you're not happy with things are going now, this is what vote elect us and this is what we're going to do. But you don't see that from the Republican Party and um, any way, shape, or form. Did you see it from the Democrat Party? Not no, not not so much is. It was more of a demonization of we don't want those is you better not vote for the recall. You don't want one of those evil Republicans to get in charge. And they really you didn't. Think that's all they, it took. I think in large measure, they were able to partisanize it and tribalize the race. And it became, do you want the current guy or do you want a Republican? And the Republican did set in part the money. I've, Gavin Newsom and his allies had a hundred million dollars to spend. Plus, the unions got out there and they did they did the uh, ballot harvesting and the door to door campaign. So that was kind of an in kind contribution. But that was so they had this huge deployment of resources that just dwarfed by I don't know four or five times the combined money. Spent by the yes on recall people and all the 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 Republican candidates in the recall election, so that that makes a difference too. So you're 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 already fighting this to try to get a message out, and then add to that you don't have a coherent message, and you see, you see, you see what happens. You you were, you were not able to turn it back on. Look at this. Look at this. Look at this. Are you happy with all these things? Are you happy with being, you know, there was a video that made the round shortly before, a little bit in social media, of some, uh, some people were having lunch at an outdoor table in the Melrose district of, of Los Angeles, and they are robbed at gunpoint. Now, is that what you want? If, if, that's, if that's what you want, stay with the current people. 
if you if you're not happy with those type of things and not having enough water and lousy roads and all the, and the whole litany of things, then it's time for a change. And that, that, that case I, that case was that, ne- that case was never coherently and effectively made. And I understand the money event difference, um, but that's that's where we're, that's you know that's that's the current situation. Uh, we got forty seconds. School choice is coming up, and I think that's the most important avenue for us to be working on. It's not a candidate. It's not necessarily a Republican issue. It's popular with Democrats. It's popular with um, uh, with uh, with black and, Hispa- and Latino parents. Uh, so in my view, that's the most important thing that we should be working on rather than necessarily who's going to be our candidate for governor in 2022. And you have 16 seconds to uh, respond. <laughs> I love how you do this to me. 10 seconds. <laughs> I think that people, whether they're Republican or Democrat, they do see what's going on and they have switched over because they are fed up. They're just their voices being squashed. It's really that simple. You may disagree with me, but I think they're smarter than that. That's all the time we have this week on Unite IE Radio. Thank you, Linda, for being on the show and your good work uh, in service of the cause. Tune in next week for another exciting edition. When you're in an auto accident, you want quality repairs done as fast as possible. All you need is All-Star. For 20 years, CarStar, All-Star Collision, and Corona has delivered quality work and customer service with honesty and integrity. So when the inevitable happens to you, all you need is CarStar, All-Star Collision. 951-279-9161. Mention AM590 and get a free rental car for up to five days or $100 off your repairs. CarStar, All-Star Collision, the kings of wreck and roll. 951-279-9161. 951-279-9161. Hi, this is Ed Hoffman, host of the main event right here on AM590 The Answer. I'm excited to tell you about my first book, Experience Matters, Here's Mine, available right now at edhoffman.net. This book is for all of you who enjoy my advice on business, parenting, politics, and life in general. I'm sharing my life experiences to help you because it's like I always say, experience is the best teacher, especially when it's someone else's experience. In this book, you'll get stories from my life I've never talked about on the show, from growing up, from the early days of my career, and even from my time as a world champion competitive arm wrestler. True story. But if you listen to the main event, you'll recognize a lot of your favorite parts on the show in this book. Movie quotes, real estate investment advice, and of course, lots of politics talk from a conservative perspective. Here's what the one and only Dennis Prager said. Experience Matters is a treasure trove of practical advice. It has turned each one of his many varied and engaging adventures into a gem of wisdom. Read this book and profit. Then get your son or daughter to read it. Bribe them if you have to. That's how good and how much fun this book is. Pre-order Experience Matters. Here's mine by Ed Hoffman at edhoffman.net. AM 590, The Answer. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.